today's topic is going to be acting, man. We're going to talk about acting, theater, film, things I really hold dear and love, things I grew up with, things that, in a way, fucking raised me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm going to introduce my guest here, or, you know what? I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. Uh, we'll start first with Smooth. Mr. Smooth. Tell the audience who you are. <laughs> tell them what you do. Tell them what you tell them what you get into. I mean, just let the people know yeah. about you. Just just feel free to express yourself. Uh, no introduction needed. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm still working on that whole no introduction needed part. Uh, I'm smooth. First of all, I am uh, one of the one of the young cousins of Mr. Shinobi here. So uh, that's family. I'm into that's family. Um, I'm a sports guy. I'm a Tar Heel, born and raised. Um, I love movies. I love acting. Um, I love music. That's another thing. Uh, I can't sing to hold a note, but <laughs> I uh, I enjoy just vibing to it. Uh, I'm in the auto industry right now. I'm just a I'm a parts guy right now. So it's my my stepping stone until uh, career takes off in acting for sure. So. Um, that's, that's about it for right now. So you, what you're saying is you're pursuing acting at this current time? I am. I am. Gotcha. gotcha in school gotcha. for it. In school for it. So. Just seeing where it's going to take you, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Our second okay. guest. I've known this guy. How long have we known each other, Tyler? It's been at least... Three years, right? I would say maybe even like four. Could be. So, you, you could be right because time is fucking flying by, bro. So it could be fucking four. Yeah. I but, see uh, but no, like regardless, it, we've known each other for like a minute, you know. Um, I, I forgot. Uh, oh, yeah. I think we met through Dylan. So We did. We uh, met through Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. We met through Dylan. And then yeah. the first day, the first day I met you was at uh, was at Louder Milk at the beach. Yeah, exactly. And we we yeah, did some was... we did some training and shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no. Besides that, though, like <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, like, am I allowed to say that that I'm stone? Or <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, yeah. I'm a little stone, stone right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, just do your best. Just do your best. I'll guide you through. <laughs> but um, just tell people a little bit about yourself. Um, since the topic is acting, um, filmmaking, things of that nature, kind of tell them what you're involved in in that in that realm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I first got like my my first taste of acting like when I was uh, a senior in high school, like. That was the first time I ever did a play, and and like uh, what was like a double whammy for me. Like not only what was I, you know, like I had a part, but it was like like the lead role. And I don't want to say that like tooting my my own horn or whatever, you know. What I mean, it was just like I was just like, oh shit, like th this is for real right now, you know. So, <laughs> but as soon as I got like like my first taste with it, you know, I was just like, all right, I I'm gonna keep doing this, but uh. Yeah, did you like, feel I, did you feel pressure from having the lead role, or was it something that was just like, yes, I'm I'm ready to do this. You know, they 
they say, you know, you're not ready until you have uh, two feet in. So that that was like my whole uh, mindset with it. You know, I mean, just, just put everything into it. So, but it was like a little bit of pressure, but it was a good good kind of pressure. It's like, mm-hmm. right, I got this. You know, I mean, it's just like, yeah. you know, like you have the potential to, you know, to like fuck up and steer into the wrong lane. You know what I mean? But, but it's just like, you know, keep your cool. But <clears throat> anyways, uh, but... That was like my like my one and only uh, play so far or whatever. Uh, now, have you been into acting since childhood? Has it been something you've always been into? Like, yeah, I've always had like an affinity for like you know like uh, just just movies in general. You know, like I, I I don't know like what it was specifically. I I knew I just like wanted to be a part of a movie. You mm-hmm. know, if that if that made any sense. <clears throat> Smooth. I'm gonna ask you the same question. Kind of the origins. What uh, what made movies stick out to you, or movies and acting and filmmaking? What made that stick out to you? Did that stick out to you at an early age, or is that something that kind of came later? Um, it got well. I'd say it started early, but it was it was a it was a process. Um, growing growing up, one of my favorite actors is Denzel Washington. Um. Like I just mm-hmm. anything he was in, like I was just like I want to be where he is, you know. Um, and then as I got older, like I didn't participate in like theater or anything like that. Um, only really plays I've done was like Christmas plays at church or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't too big, but uh, you know now that I'm older, the passion for it just grew even more, um, and. I just part part of me has always been like I, I can definitely do the acting lifestyle. Um, what contributed to, to that passion growing more? Uh, hard to say. Mom, 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 literally just pushed me to it. She was just like, because I, I had so much doubt in it. Because I was just like, I've got to take care of this and that and that and this. I've got to pay these bills. Now, remember when you say mom, remember we're talking to the audience, so you got to tell your mother. Well, well, (laughs) you know, well, everybody gets, you know, mom, but my mom was just like, (laughs) go do it finally. Like, you know, you know, you've been wanting to do it for so long. Go do it. You know, I'll help you as much as I can. Um, So when I, when I finally got to where I am, you know, class wise, and I had to do a couple audition stuff for, um, to even be considered for this class stuff, um, she was just like, "Go ahead, go ahead first into it." You know, um, mm-hmm. you need any help, anything like that? I got your back. You know, so um, with that push, it was it was like, uh, "Okay, I'm about to be on this. I'm about to work my tail off to get to this this screen. I don't care if it's a small screen; it's going to be big eventually." Um, was that so that that's, last that's, little push that you needed? It was. It was. Yeah. So getting there, man, it's, it's been a challenge because uh, going through these classes and stuff like this, some of the stuff is the stuff that I know already. And I'm just like, oh, I got to deal with, you know, going through this shit. But there's stuff, the coaches that I have, the teachers that I have, they're just like, there's so much more additional to the basic stuff that you already know. Um, mm-hmm. So now I'm sitting now I'm sitting in class like. What else can you give me? Like I'm whole, like, gotcha. whole head first in tunnel vision with it. Like what else you got? You know, so hungry for more. 
Definitely. Definitely. All right, now Tyler, what is your experience um, within acting as far coming from like a, uh, I guess like a curriculum standpoint or a schooling standpoint? Well, from like a schooling standpoint, like at, at first, like I, I did acting only for like a little bit, like during like my junior year of, of high school, and then took and then I, I took a serious year of it uh, for my senior year, but, but like. Uh, Going to college was was like a a, uh, a rocky start for me because like it was like right when like the pandemic hit you know and like I, mm. I don't want to seem like I'm making excuses or whatever it's just like like it's just what what happened pretty much but <clears throat> but um I did acting online for uh for a little bit and then and then like I was doing like the this and that and whatever so how but, was that for you did you feel like you were learning anything doing it online. I mean, kind of a little bit, you know, like you, oh, and, and, uh, what else did I take? I also took a, a, a screen, screenwriting class for like, okay. and whatever, you know what I mean? So like that, that also like kind of opened my eye to like, to writing specifically, you know, because like when you're in a position like, like, let's say like the coronavirus pandemic, you know, and you're just like by yourself in a room, you know what I mean? Like you're going to teach yourself a, like kind of like more things you wouldn't have thought of in the first place if you weren't you know inside a room like that you know what i mean yeah you gotta start thinking outside the box <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit mm -hmm. but but then now so what what i'm doing now is just like i'm starting uh like like uh like physical a acting classes uh in the spring okay so i'll be like i'll, I'll be getting like my feet back back in the water like that you know what i mean so like uh the thing with like any skill, I would say she's like you got to keep practicing it if you want to get better at it. Mm. You know what I mean? No doubt, no doubt. <clears throat> like, dude, I don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> over in like this general direct. It's like this scraping noise or some shit. I I'm sorry, like I'm not trying to. I would walk away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, who the fuck that is? I don't want to see you getting mauled live, bro. All right. <laughs> hey, man, listen. Hey, hey I'll, I'll do it for the views. All right. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hey, that might be the boost. Hey, that might be the boost we need right there. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Like, That's going to put us on the map. Yeah. I'll All right. Um, I want to get into, uh, I want to get into, um, I always love doing top what the fuck ever because i love hearing other people's top things and why they're the top things for them mm -hmm. so, so i want to go fuck man i can't do top three films because that's just that's just too wide <laughs> of a margin to do um how about this two films that had a great impact on you so the film and then why it had the, the impact on you was it the cinematography was it the dialogue? Was it the screenwriting? You know, how it was written? Was it uh, how it made you feel? Was it the visuals, the atmosphere? You know what I'm saying? Like, what two movies stick out to you? Like, really stick out to you that you came, you really feel like you got something from, like, experiencing that movie. You know what I'm saying? We'll go with Smooth first. Uh, I would definitely say, I'm up, so 
like I'm a I'm a sports kind of guy, so uh, heart and soul goes into just every kind of sport movie I see. Um, but definitely, like, and I was it's funny you asked that because I was watching this video today of uh, Remember the Titans, um, where they you know they take out they run out to um, get the Gettysburg like battlefield basically, um, and Denzel Washington does his whole monologue with them. Um, and then, yeah, I remember that. As, shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, and they, telling them how they died on the battlefield yeah, together. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what color they were. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, and it's, uh, and it resonates cause it's, it's especially with the football, it doesn't matter any kind of sport, even in real life is, um, you go into, you going into war with who you, who you got with you standing beside you at all times. Um, and this is, believing that they've got your back regardless um and it's something something like that like you you, it puts you in that mind takes you back to when you you know especially for me back in when i was playing football and on the field and everything um and it it just brings some emotion to you a little bit because you're just like man like back then i wasn't thinking about it like that and now i'm that's all i can think about is is how how football made me feel growing up um and my second, uh oh, my second one. I have uh, some technical difficulties. Cut you cut out on me a little bit. Oh, can you back now? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Okay, what were you uh, saying? And then my second one, my second one's not. I, it wouldn't really be like a. Wouldn't really be like a movie. That's the that's the one thing. Um, okay, it could be a series. It's just a, so it's like a like the the Friday Night Lights. Not not the movie, but the show Friday Night Lights. Okay, um, I never saw the show, but I, I love the movie though. So, so they and I mean they're they're both based off of the same team, but it's uh I don't know. I think it's just more of how everything just got delivered out. Like you had. You had a guy that was hardcore. He was the badass of the team. Um, he just didn't give a fuck, really. Um, and then you got your guy that, you know, he he's trying to make it for his his grandmother. Um, and then you got a backup quarterback who's just there, you know, to handle handle business and then get out and go handle go do a job after um, after the season's done and everything. Um, but for them to battle back from being this team that used to be a powerhouse and then they got dropped down to nothing and then to work their way back because their coach literally they didn't have a coach that actually believed in them at all um Mm -hmm. until you know until that season um and the i can't remember the actor's name the coach that played coach taylor is is another one of my favorite actors to just watch because anything and everything he's in his, his, his presence and his, his energy to deliver is, is on point all the time at all times. Cause it's, it's just like he, he's been in those shoes already. So he's speaking legit from experience. Um, mm-hmm. So something that it's something that always gets me. It's always, it's always like a, it's always a motivation when I see it too. Cause I'm just like, man, like, I wish that could have been me in that position. In that in that position to just hear him actually saying that, you know. Mm-hmm. So the camaraderie, man. Definitely. 
That's, and it's that's just really a, huge with team sports yeah. and like movies and or like sports mm-hmm. movies and stuff like that. The camaraderie and with you know playing a lot of high school sports myself, I I definitely get that for sure. Yeah, there's nothing like fucking oh, yeah. bleeding together and sweating together and struggling together and having joy together, laughing together. You know what I'm saying? And just creating sure. those bonds, man. It's it's good shit. So <laughs> I feel you on that. So he had two yeah. sports movies for us. So my man Tyler, what you got for us, bro? I'm interested to hear. Oh well, I was just gonna, gonna ask what what was the second uh, movie Smooth said? Oh, he said it was the Friday Night Lights series, and not the not the movie, but the series. Uh, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I didn't, I didn't miss it. Uh, all right, so all right, the the first movie that that comes in mind to me. Just, it's just because of how personal it was and how and like how shockingly uh close it was like to me like in my life so like the first movie is uh is rain man with uh with tom cruise and <sighs> Phil... <laughs> that What's um dustin hoffman yeah dustin hoffman yeah dustin right. hoffman <clears throat> And I've never seen that movie. That's like a world-renowned movie that I've never seen that mm-hmm. I have to watch. <laughs> I need to watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it's certainly like a great film, especially like the uh, the airport scene. Like that, that just struck me so close to like to home. I was like, oh, all right. So it's like people. Now, for us that know. haven't seen it, can you give like just like a little short synopsis of that scene? Okay, so okay, so okay. Dustin Hoffman, uh, he he plays Rayman, so he's got pretty severe autism. You know, what I mean, he repeats himself a lot. He has certain tendencies, and one of those tendencies in the film is that <clears throat> um, is uh, he won't uh, take uh, take a flight. Like he won't fly in a plane. It's it's too dangerous. It's not safe. He'll only mm-hmm. drive. But the problem is, they're all the way in. I think in like Maryland or, or maybe maybe in like Vermont, like some somewhere pretty East Coast, and they needed to be in Los Angeles, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so so Tom Cruise, uh, like his father died, so then uh, he like he, he was about to go get his inheritance, but the inheritance was gotta go to the autistic brother. And so he wanted to bring his brother home back to his house so he can have the money to blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So that's why he was bringing him in the first place. And he was bringing him to an airport. <clears throat> and, then, and like, he tried to get him on a plane, and he just totally flipped the fuck out. Like, like no, like, like full on, pretty, pretty much just, like, a tantrum. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, like, you will not get me on that flight. So he was forced to fucking take him on a road trip. And then that that's when the film really, like, opens up and whatever. Like, gotcha. pretty much, like like pretty much like right after that I, I i was gonna see if that was leading up into uh them having to go on a road trip since he, since he doesn't like to fly so that's yeah that's it that's actually an interesting way to make them have to take a road trip like you know from a writing yeah. standpoint yeah yeah it, exactly yeah that's a it's a great like little uh writing tool you, you can use you know i mean be like boom you know and then all right we can go from there you know but uh, <laughs> Second film though, fuck man, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever comes Second to mind. Film. Like, uh, okay, I think like the most profound film in terms of just like art 
in film, let's just say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for the, it's just art for the sake of art, you know what I mean? Uh, it'll be uh, Mr. Nobody with uh, it stars Jared Leto, and I'm I'm not sure who who like his other co-star was though, but but uh, ha- ha- have you seen it? Does it ring a bell to you? It sounds like I've heard, heard it. of it. Yes. I know I haven't seen it. What is it? What is it about? Uh, so like okay, so it's this guy, but but uh, okay, he's the last living guy to die of old age. Like everyone in the future. They have, like, this pig, and, like, it's, like, this stem cell type shit. So everyone's basically immortal, and no one's giving birth anymore. Okay. Let's just, let's just put it like that. So, <laughs> I was like, saying, that's already interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, so the lead character uh, is, like, this really old fucking guy. Like, he's, like, 102 or some shit like that. And he's telling the story of his life, but he tells it through uh, three different timelines. So, oh, okay. And you don't... You don't know which one he he's lived through, and like the guy's like getting confused and shit. He's like, uh, "Which timeline did did you say?" And like he just keeps going, you know what I mean? And he's like, "All mm-hmm. right, well, shit, I don't know." And then so, that- so yeah, that's just ba- basically like the whole film. It's a really interesting take if you kind of like if you like sci-fi films, you know, but like with like like a little bit of drama mixed in, you know? Yeah. It's like you like you'll walk away from it like, huh? It was interesting you know what i mean and that's like yeah that that's like the, the basic way to put it like like uh you remember like tenet and shit yeah yep the yeah, the, the christopher nolan film mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah like 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 pretty much like no one knew what the fuck was going on <laughs> but i was like all right that was cool i guess yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true i did leave i did leave that movie like Oh, it's just kind of like, what the fuck just happened, man? It was interesting, but I, I don't know what happened. I know it was interesting, but I don't know what the fuck just happened. To me. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, what's going on? I would say for me, my, uh, my two, one that really sticks out to me is The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. For some mm. reason, that movie had such an impact on me. That movie alone made me want to, like, make film for the rest of my life. And I think it's because when I got into it, I really started to get into, like, the bonus features in the DVDs when they used to have that shit. And I started watching the behind-the-scenes of The Lord of the Rings, and I started to actually see the filmmaking process. And that's what really opened my eyes to more than just the finished product of the film. I started to see the process. I started to see, you know, how many people it took, um, how much time it took, you know, how much you had to put in it. You know, you had to go scouting. You got to get people to get a cast. You got to get, have fucking wardrobe. You got to have people mm-hmm. feed people, you know, shit like that. <laughs> and just, just that whole creative process of it, I like really fell in love with. And I'm also into anything fucking ancient warrior fantasy type shit. I'm yeah. just totally like into. Um, but also Lord of the Rings, it had some very great characters, um, like character development. I always saw myself when I was younger. I used to love like uh, Legolas's character mm-hmm. just because he was a bad. He was just a bad motherfucker. Yeah, and I just love it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, so from there, man, I, uh, as, as I got older, 
I started to identify more with Aragorn's character. Like a lot more than Legolas's character. Mm-hmm. So the younger me, I guess the younger me just wanted to be a badass motherfucker. But um, once I started really, because I've watched that movie over and over and over mm-hmm. and over, you know, all three of them. Watched all the extended versions, all that shit. And um, I really started looking deeper into the story, man. And I'm And I started to see a lot of similarities that I had with Aragorn. You know what I'm saying? How he, you know, he was pretty much, you know, out in the wood. I mean, he was of royal blood, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the last living heir. But, you know, he was he was kind of lost. He was kind of running away from that. He was running mm-hmm. away from, uh, he was running away from who he was, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. he could never escape it because none of us can escape who we are, you know what I'm saying? Like, or what we're supposed to be doing, you know? And uh, he was letting a lot of, like, his fears and his doubts prohibit him from actually, you know, pursuing that path that was, mm-hmm. that he was, you know, that he should have been on. Um, and I feel like that in my own life, for sure. Um, especially when it comes to, like, leadership and shit, like, uh, accepting it, ex- accepting mm-hmm. that you have the qual those types of qualities, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. accepting that, like, people actually <laughs> listen, listen to you when you say something and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? You, you discover how big a responsibility that is because everybody doesn't have uh, that ability, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I could definitely relate to his character and wanting to run away from leadership or, you know, what you were supposed to do, you know, so I could definitely uh, res- resonate with that. <clears throat> and from there, I also resonate with throughout the movies, he slowly starts to accept who he is more and more and more. Because if you watch the movie, Aragorn, he's like allied with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he's going, he's leading, he's leading dwarves, he's leading armies of elves, and he's a fucking human and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? He's meant to be in this position. And it shows you how he gradually starts to accept more. You know, he has these supporting characters that come into his life to kind of show him like, yo, this is who you are, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I can uh I can definitely relate to that like in my own life kind of having been lost cuz you know, I've definitely had periods of being lost, bro. And um and really not accepting what I'm supposed to be doing. But once I just like just like Aragorn, once I started getting that support and accepting you know, I started to slowly move my way up to, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this, but I'm understanding that it's a process for me to, you know, get up here. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so that really that really stuck out to me. The Lord of the Rings really sticks out to me. And Aragorn isn't the only character um, that I highly revere in the movie, but he's the one... That I that I most resonate with now, like at this stage in my life, you know, as a man. Um, so Lord of the Rings for sure. Yeah. Well, all of them. <laughs> my favorite one has to be. I don't know, maybe, maybe the last one. 
There's a lot of fighting in the last one, so yeah. Is that the? Is that the? There's a lot of dope. There's a lot of dope ass scenes in the last one too, like when they're fighting on the field and fucking Rohan gets there on all the horses and oh, yeah. they give the speech and then they just fucking charge into the <laughs> army of fucking orcs and shit like that. Like I be, I, I live for that shit. <clears throat> was that was that uh, Return of the King? Or was that uh, was that the was that the two? What is it? Is it two ring? Return of the King. Return of the King. Because the one. The first one is Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. And then you have the Two Towers. That's it. Okay. And then you have uh, the Return, Return of, the of the King. The last one. Then they All go right, into so that. That was big for me. All right, but well, listen, I, I just want to say, like, okay, if I had to put a third uh, movie in my catalog, I would just say the 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 original Star Wars series, like uh, one through six. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I don't think the original like, original. Yeah, yeah, the original, original, like, like, from like the prequels to to the originals, so, you know, one like, Phantom Menace, and then, uh, and then the uh, Re- Return of the Jedi, so like all, all the way through like the original six, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't think there's like any better modern day storytelling, you know, like, I I think like I I don't want to equate it to like like religious, uh, like meaning or anything like that but like to me it's like it's like the modern day like 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 jesus christ or some shit like that mm-hmm. of how like profound it is you know what i mean because mm-hmm. so like you so you must have really looked deeply like into the lore and everything because star wars is something that i've want star wars is something that i've wanted to love for so long <laughs> mm-hmm but I, I don't know if I need another perspective on it. I don't, I don't know if I just need to watch all the motherfuckers over again and pay more attention to it. But it's just I, something that doesn't, like, pull me in. There's been a few, like, um, iterations. Like, you know, I love Rogue One. I love Clone Wars. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, love, I love Mandalorian. But when it comes <clears throat> to, like, the movies, I don't know. They just don't really grab me i love aspects of it you know what i'm saying right, right, right. But it's not something that like just like really pulls me in you know what i'm saying what about what about it really pulls you in as a star wars fan i i think it's just the the story of, of anakin skywalker you know like like so like okay so i was just watching a, a video essay on this yesterday and, and it tells of Anakin of how he changes a, as a man from Anakin to Darth Vader, you know. So it's like, so if you look at a story, it's like this whole cycle, pretty much. You know, he starts as as a slave, you know. He like he's got a, a single mom, you know, and like, and and the way he he was born, you know, is very is like pretty fucking similar to Jesus Christ. Like there is no father figure but all of a sudden uh shmi like his mom was just pregnant you know and then boom she had anakin pretty much you know but that that was Ah. done because of like you know like the uh who was it uh emperor palpatine he messed with like the force somehow to send out the energy and like it just came back and redirected into her pretty much you know Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. but yeah so he was born a slave and and like his whole mentality is like I don't want to be a slave to anything, you know what I mean? And then so like I support so that I, mentality. Yeah. 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 So then, <clears throat> and then so you know he he goes on to being a Jedi pretty much, 
and then but but see like he, he's like way too emotional as a jedi he has too many attachments you know he's a very flawed individual a very powerful individual uh nonetheless you know what i mean he has very immense power in the force you know like there, there's no one who can really equal him on the battlefield or in terms of, of like power pretty much you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> But then he starts like having visions of like his mother being killed and blah blah blah, and then and then so and when these when these dreams become reality, and his mother's his mother dies at the hands of uh, Tuscan raiders, he goes on this rampage and slaughters this whole village pretty much, you know. And yeah, only I remember pa- that. Yeah, and only Padme uh, knows about it, you know. So. <clears throat> So already he's starting to have cracks within his foundation, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then the next movie, Revenge of the, Revenge of the Sith, is like his tipping point. Um, he starts having visions of Padme dying in childbirth, you know, and so he wants to do whatever possible to stop that pretty much, you know, but he's trying to stop his own prophecy. And we all know when that happens, shit happens the way it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's, it's all out of order. <laughs> so, and then he he tips the whole balance of power from okay. So it's like the Republic, and then now now it's the uh, what do you call it the uh, fucking the the uh, the Imperial uh, fucking I don't know. Sorry, I I just did boxing the other day and like I'm fucking retarded right now. So, like, sorry if I say Did that. Did you get blasted in the head the whole time? <laughs> I kind of ate, ate some shots, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, so. Oh, shit. But, <laughs> but anyways, yes. Yeah, so get you a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah. But then, so, so in, uh, in the prophecy, he was trying, like, uh, he, he was said to, uh, to help uh, complete the force, not not destroy it. But then that that's pretty much what he did, is he he uh, tipped from from like a, a Jedi order to a Sith order, mm-hmm. like overnight, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> but then that that's when he went, uh, he got fucking burned alive and shit, you know. And then was imprisoned in like this metallic suit, you know. Because like imagine like you're a burn victim and all of a sudden you got all these all these fucking metal pins and shit in, in your fucking amputated arms and legs and your, everything's just burned up and uncomfortable. And you know, and that hot ass suit is holding all kinds of moisture and shit. Exactly, dude. It, <laughs> it's just gross, bro. And so, and then ironically, he becomes a slave again, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to, to his master, uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine, you know, but yeah, <laughs> but he finally redeems himself when he kills the emperor because uh, he was uh, fucking, you know, zapping his son to death, you know, and he just threw his ass down a chute, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then, but because of that, like he died shortly after, but he he died uh, redeeming himself, mm-hmm. and then he became good again at, at the end. So that that that's what always Dude, like threw me in. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll go ahead and finish. I'll... Okay. No. Um, <clears throat> I was just, I was just gonna say that. I think we all have that capability to fucking be Darth Vader, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause like, 
I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I feel like it's a daily task to not fucking like lean into the side of the Sith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like, it's like I have to have these daily practices implemented in my life mm-hmm. so I don't fucking indulge in the dark side. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I'm actively choosing, you know, to be in the Jedi Order, since we're talking about it, I'm actively choosing to be in the Jedi Order, but if I so choose or if I allow myself to become influenced, I could be right on over to the fucking red side. You know what I'm saying? And having that under- having that understanding within us, well, I could say for myself, it, 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 it helps me regulate. It helps me regulate myself because I know how easy, how easily... I could just go over into the dark side, you know, as we all could, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Anybody want to comment on it? <clears throat> nah, mm. well, okay, I, I want to ask you a question, though. Go ahead. Hold up, okay. So, wh- what about Lord of the Rings, like, really drew you in? I- I'm really curious about it, because, like, because, like, like as you say, like like you you see like what what drew me into Star Wars. I'm curious to see what drew you in to Lord of the Rings because like I I never really picked up on. I try to pick up on. I really did. You know, it's just like I couldn't like stick with it. You know, what I mean. Did you cut out when I was telling him about when we were talking about it? Uh, yeah, I think. Well, I think oh, he was moving uh, my, or like. My, yeah, my my, oh, you... my screen went uh, went black. Like my. Yeah. My uh, my my dad's roommate was out here uh, uh, smoking a cigarette, you know. So. Oh, got you. Oh, but um, what I was telling Smooth is um, well, I was telling him how I how I resonated with uh, Aragorn's character of him, um, you know, being an heir to the throne, but kind of not. In the early days, well, he was old as shit because he actually <laughs> comes from a line. But well, he actually comes from a line of like humans that live long that have like long life. Mm-hmm. So he's actually like eighty something in the movie. Um, I don't know if you guys knew, but um, Lord of Ring- Lord of Rings as a whole, Aragorn was definitely a huge part of that and um, his whole story and his whole rise to become king after kind of running away from his leadership and things like that. But it was really, for me, the world, man. It just put me in that world. It immersed me in that world like I was living in the world while I was watching it. And that did a whole lot for me, you know. And then as I watched it over and over and started to really dissect the stories, they're very in-depth, like super, super in-depth stories. Um, In a way, you know, it tackles the same things, man, because, you know, the ring... The ring was this fucking manipulative tool. The ring mm-hmm. could be like the fucking dark side, you know what I'm saying? And everybody had their own uh, their own level of resistance to the ring. And, you know, that's, that's just in life, man. Like, we can choose to totally go into evil or we could choose, you know, not to. We could choose to be influenced by something that's trying to draw us in to do something that we shouldn't do or we could reject it. You know what I'm saying? And the ring is, it, it's, it's like this temptation, this thing that this, this voice in your ear, it's like this whisper in your ear. That's always whispering, go do something uh, destructive. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, manipulate, manipulate that person. You know what I'm saying? Be selfish. Be all about yourself. You know, shit like that. So the movie tackles a lot of issues, but, you know, they throw in fucking fantasy and different races. And I just like how it was all put together. And I've, I've read a good bit about um, the author of the books and how he was, you know, he used to be a soldier. And a lot of the works of Lord of the Rings was influenced by, you know, when he was at war and a lot of other things as well. But um, it was just a very immersive world that I just totally bought into and that, that I totally believed. And when, once I started looking deeper into it and less on the surface of it, um, it got even better once I started to look at each character and what they were going through. And it was just very well put together, man, you know, and that's why I really enjoyed it. Dude, that's so fucking cool you say that because, like, from what <clears throat> I remember about Lord of the Rings, because, like, the, the ring is just, like, the ring is it's just like all powerful pretty much so and and like uh one and, ring that, to rule them all right <laughs> and so and that and that's why they're trying to throw it in that fucking volcano right to like just just to get rid of it and whatever yeah they don't even yeah. want it like the it, its entire existence like because it has a will of its own so its existence it's been existing and being found by people and you know, being lost and getting found again and just continuously creating some type of turmoil. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the movie is now it's like we have to get rid of this evil. We can't just lock it away. This evil's too powerful for any tools that we possess to destroy. Mm-hmm. So we got to go take it to the origin of it. You know, where where it was birthed is the same place that we want it to meet its death. You know what I'm saying? That's the only place it can meet its death is where it was birthed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that's a lot of that's a lot of shit that you can um you know leave open for interpretation. But those are those are some of the things that I see like when I'm when I watch it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's very interesting how different like uh authors can like uh, captivate, you know, like dark forces and personify them pretty much, you know. And so, like, you know... Because, bro, like like you said, personification, like, they personified a fucking inanimate object. Yeah, a ring. It made you believe that this motherfucker was driving people to do some fucked up shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's very cool, man. It's representation, you know what I'm saying? Symbolism, that's, that's very important, symbolism. That's so much symbolism that we live with, you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of symbolism that there we're surrounded by that we don't even know what the fuck it means, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But uh, symbolism is important, man, and that ring was definitely a symbol of, you know, everything vile. That's what that ring was. It, that, that ring was taking fucking good-hearted men and fucking corrupting their hearts, you know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers that would never ever have been corrupted otherwise, they get corrupted by this ring. You know what I'm saying? And they become something. I don't want to say they become something they aren't, but they become the other side of themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They, they um, become like the the worst versions of themselves. Yes. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Exactly. So that's why I love it because it really 
You know, it really mirrors. I love movies that mirror real life. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, exactly. Like like it's a very good representation of like taking something like like very powerful but you know like all power corrupts uh absolutely you know so something mm-hmm. like that you know what i mean so it's like it's just better to put that power away you know so it's a very good like visual uh representation of like of like all right so like we uh we got all, all these people together and they want the same thing pretty much you know yeah it's a very good way of like getting people to like uh unite behind like one cause uh, against uh one thing you know Mm-hmm. For sure, because you you also had people that you also had people that truly wanted to use the ring, like for good, mm-hmm. right? But it's a it, it's made from like malice, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way it could be used for good. You can't fucking I don't know how to make what comparison to make it, but you can't use the evil tool for good. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just not going to work. It's going to be counterproductive because that evil is always going to be working against your good intentions. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're going to constantly have that battle with this. It, you know what I'm saying? It's better just to fucking destroy the motherfucker, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So, okay, wait. Okay, uh, I'm kind of curious. So, wait, Smooth, where, uh, where do you go, go to school at, bro? So, like, I'm... I'm... Like acting school wise, like it's on it's online right now. Um, that's what that's okay. what JC. But caught when I guess like if you want like college wise, like physical college wise, I went to Gardner Webb um, up here in North Carolina. Uh, little private. Well, let me not say little because they're kind of profound now. Everybody kind of knows who they are now with with sports and stuff. Um, but I did. I was I majored in psychology. When I was in school, so kind of, kind of, it doesn't throw a loophole in things of trying to understand the mind and stuff. But that's that's movies, I guess. To me, like trying to understand, trying to understand the mind, which is a hard thing to do, but um, testing the mind and challenging the mind and and acting is one of those things that that does that for me too, because it just there's so much out there you can do and you, like you just got you got to put your mind to it to like you said put two feet in um and then you're good with it like you just gotta you gotta challenge yourself um but i've always had a fascination with with understanding the mind and why people do the things they do and um mm-hmm. yeah where they go like what what brings about their good side their bad side like why what what brings that out of them um so <clears throat> you know like like I, I was gonna say like you know like like uh you know understanding psychology and studying and studying psychology like i'm sure that's gonna be like a major tool for you to use mm-hmm. like like w- once you you know like you know like w- when you're doing acting and whatnot you know what i mean because like you can understand like understand the mind and, and whatever you know but but you know, I, I think that that's just like a good thing to have in general. You know, what I mean, it's just to like like always like have a thing like so, something else like like you're good at too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like 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 you can be like kind of like a a jack of all trades, pretty much. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like you know, like you you said you also like sports too. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? like 
like that, that that's you know that always be be helpful for for any, any type type of acting role and and whatever you know. Yeah. And I, I'm a I'm a I'm into I'm into I, I love the sports movies stuff, but I'm so like I'm, I'm into like uh, like horror stuff also, uh, like supernatural oh, I stuff. I think he disappeared again. Uh oh. Hopefully he'll be back in here. But uh, yeah. But I'm into I'm into like horror, like like poltergeist stuff, supernatural stuff like that. Um, then you see like fantasies and you gotta have to, like that. you're gonna have to tell me some stuff because the horror I just can't I can't do uh, it. I can't, man, I, uh, I really don't know what it is about like <laughs> I don't know what it is about the horror that I love. And I'm just I, I think it's it's. You got like you go to see like yeah, a horror enlighten, movie. Enlighten us, please. You got to see like a horror movie. <laughs> you got to see a horror movie, and you know, like part of you is just like, like you don't get, you don't know what's gonna happen, whatnot. But the other part of you is like, man, this fool is literally about to run straight into this like killer, and like you know that yeah. they know that like on the outside, but their actor doesn't know that. <laughs> their their character that they're portraying doesn't know that at all. Um, uh, <laughs> so you're sitting, you're sitting in the theater like motherfucker, don't go in there. Like you got to get your ass chopped up. <laughs> uh, but that, that's that's the stuff I like though. Like I I, I love it. Um, and then just now like, I can see you going to have a good time. Like that. yeah, I can, see, I can see the I can see the appeal for that. Yeah. And then, but like I don't know. I I think ever since like these paranormal movies had like come about, um, that come out and everything like anything like that i was so like stuck to because i was like oh like you know it's it takes it's that one that one percent that can be like this could actually happen this could actually be real you know and it's it's all of what you believe in like do you believe in in extraterrestrials do you believe in um like spirits and everything like that so um, yes so and that's that's why i'm like man like (laughs) it's it's hard to deny it's sometimes it's hard to deny it because you're just like certain things happen and it's not coincidence. Like, you know, like they say, you, they say like a spirit's around you. If you've got like, there's cold spots or something in your, in your place to live in or wherever you are, like there's a spirit around you. Um, and you, you can only think of, okay, is that a good one? Is that a bad one? And then you get stuck and you're like, you're trying to have a whole conversation like with yourself, with this spirit or whoever, like what you trying to do, homie? Like, just chill over yeah. there in your space, whatever. I ain't gonna bother you. You don't bother me, whatever. But uh, I've just found a fascination with horror movies like that and and supernaturals, um, and then the fantasy movies like the like the Harry Potters. Um, the the that's another thing too. Is is that's another one too? Yeah, uh, the the Harry Potter I gotta, series. I, I need to watch. Yeah, I need to watch those all over again. Um, that's another one that never grabbed me, but I do want to watch it again and look at mm-hmm. it um, closely. Like, watch the whole series yeah. uh, through again and look at it a little closer. But that's another one that's never really, like, super grasped me. I, I, I see very interesting aspects of the film, and, you know, I've watched all of them. Mm-hmm. Gave them all a chance. But, um, I don't know, there's just something that doesn't pull me in. I think... <laughs> I think maybe I'm just like, I just love like I guess more fantasy and war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I, I understand it. I, I love, understand I love it. that combination. <laughs> yeah, something about that combination that I love. Um, 
I do appreciate Harry Potter for what it is. Yeah. And uh, when I when I do have the time, I do want to take a closer look because I know the story does fucking run deep for sure. Um, oh yeah. But uh, it was just it's just one that never really like grabbed me, grabbed me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What what about it? What what about it really? grasped you, you know? um, have you always been into magic magic and shit I, I have i have like i can't i can't do any at all but like i it's just that world of possibility too of man i like flying on a flying on a stick making sigils and everything um spells all that like just like yo that's that's dope transformations everything um and it, also you wish you went to hogwarts <laughs> That's what we're getting down to. You just Basically. fantasize about going to Hogwarts. Basically. But it's uh like it's 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 just dope. Like, man, the and there's so much in there because it's it it boils to a chosen one to to end the evil that is coming that everybody knows is coming. They've already marked this this one kid to be the chosen one basically to rid this evil. Um and he he can't do it. At some points, he thinks he can do it on his own. Then he, you know you come to the realization that it's a it's a the people that have been with you since day one are the ones that are going to go with with you into war and help you put an end to this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it breaks all their hearts when you you meet an end that isn't the outcome that they all wanted that everybody wanted at all. Um, but to use the hat go yeah and then the then to realize and say hey like we got this and we're gonna you know he's just, the the protagonist is somebody that <clears throat> is only out for just himself like like a lot of like a lot of protagonists are but they have they try to under they try to understand who he like what he is who he is why he does what he does um which is why like I, which is why I won't say fell in love with it, but it it caught my attention. Um, and mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, like I didn't start, I didn't really get into the Harry Potter series until like late in life. Um, like I in middle school, and it, we had to take these like tests and stuff for points and everything. And I used to just cheat using them books to get points and everything, uh-huh. but. But you know now when I got older and I I didn't probably watch them until I was in my mid twenties um, and finally like watched them and and watched the whole series through I was just like yo like I've missed out granted like the books have got so much more in depth to them but the the movies put you make you or well, they put you in the shoes of that character of wh- whoever you resonate mm-hmm. the most with. Um, yeah, because in their world, there's, you know, there's your people that are legit born with the, with magical abilities. And then you have your like muggles, which are your, your non-magical people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, I may be one of those non-magical people, but when I'm in those shoes, I'm a, I'm a Ron Weasley. I'm a, I'm a Harry Potter. I'm a, you know, uh, Malfoy, but it's, it's one of this. It's it's something to the movies that always like to each one that captivates you the most because uh, it's a different story to each one. They they befriend somebody that was had turned their back on the school, 
um, that end up, you know, turning a new leaf and becoming one of the one of the school's like top protectors. Um, mm-hmm. So it's all it's always a there's always a a good versus evil, but within that within that that fight that protagonist that evil person ends up switching sides when they finally realize like I've been doing the I've been fighting for the wrong cause you know it's it's because they were they were blinded man mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of things that can blind us into you know believing in in the illusion um I think about you know in anime Tyler do you watch anime at all um, I, I'm I'm like an anime casual ca- kind of guy. Ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Have you watched any? Have you watched any Naruto? <clears throat> I I've seen a little bit of Naruto. Like I got up to the part where like the the. Mm. The third Hokage. Cut out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> you back, you back with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we gotta keep going what i wanted yeah. to say was like um i want i wanted to say like speaking of illusions i was gonna compare it to like being in a genjutsu oh yeah so so you know again jutsu you know is basically a technique where you can um pretty much forcibly put someone into an illusion of your of your choosing you know what i'm saying um i think a lot of times that's what people are in they're kind of in this genjutsu where they don't see or 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 dude it's 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 hard to say because like you know right and wrong it's very subjective you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like everybody has their own versions of what is or mm-hmm. to what level that was right or wrong and shit like that. Well, so some okay, some okay. people some people will will feel like something is so right, even if it is fucked up, that they do it because it because they feel it's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then because and it's like being in that genjutsu, they just they have this illusion that this is the right fucking thing to do. And then when they're finally like, when they snap out of it, cause you know, you can get out of a genjutsu by fucking having your partner touch you and, yeah. you know, shit like that and snap you out of it. Once they snap out of it, they're like, shit, I've been thinking the shit was right all along. Mm-hmm. It's been fucked, fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it happens, man. And, yeah. and sometimes that, that, that's when the turnaround happens. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't think anybody's like, inherently good or evil man i just think we're capable of both and i think that uh motherfuckers choose what they want to exercise mm-hmm. and sometimes people don't choose what they want to exercise yeah. they let people choose it for them yeah you know what i'm saying yeah that's, um, that's the bad yeah, man. that's the bad part i know you speaking on genjutsu is like the one that caught i think the one that caught me the most is when i think kakashi was fighting He's either fighting Itachi or he was he was fighting pain and it it might have been pain honestly when uh, he got caught and he got pinned down by the bars 
And he literally, he literally like, they, they portrayed him as him dying. Basically like man took a rod to the forehead and was just done. And it was just laid out. Um, Oh, no, that one actually happened. I'm thinking of a whole other situation here. You think about Jiraiya? Yes, I was thinking of that. When Jiraiya got fucking yeah, he filled got, full he, of fucking rods. He got he got done up. Um, no, it was, it was, that was a, my man. Too, it was man. it was Itachi and Kakashi that got into that. Uh, Itachi got him in. Itachi he, Itachi fucked him uh, up. Yeah, and I, I was like, man, he got like, him in that. Uh, he got him in that Sukuyomi. Yes, and I was like, yo, my man. I was like, I felt bad for, I felt bad for Kashi, and I was like, okay, well, Itachi, Itachi was, everybody thinks Itachi was doing, you know, an Akatsuki move. In reality, Itachi was running, was was doing shit to save everybody. He was trying to clear out all this negative, all these people, all these negative people around, and. Uh, Trying to trying to bring the trying to bring the the nations back together as one again instead of instead of the instead of separation. Um, and he was trying to protect. His and he's brother. trying to try, yeah, he's trying to protect his brother. The last two of their whole clan. And yeah, because when they told when when they told uh, Itachi to fucking do what he was gonna do, yeah, he was like. He was like, "Y'all got to make sure that my little brother's mm-hmm. alive. Like, you got to make sure he survives." You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it was, was this character is very interesting. That's a, I will say by far, like, granted, there's 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 Naruto movies and stuff, but as heroes, villains, whatever, Itachi is my number one guy. Like, he misunderstood completely. Until he's until he dies, and then everybody's like, "Oh, now I get why he did what he did." You know, he he wasn't mm-hmm. he wasn't fighting against us; he was fighting for us, and we were looking at it in the wrong way. Um, well, he, can you imagine? Do have you have you thought about like, could you do that yourself? Could you be looked at in this light that you really aren't? Until death, like I'm talking about your entire life, mm-hmm. could you could you live with that? People thinking of you a certain way that's not true because of a, a underlying cause or a greater good. You know what I'm saying in your mm-hmm. eyes. Um, do, you, do you think you can handle that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'd be fine because people are gonna think what they want to think of you. You know, you gotta stay true to who you are as a, as a person, um, whether they believe you or not. You know, they. People gonna say what they want to say, let it be. Um, and you just you gotta. Keep I think he knew it. though. But he oh, he, he no you good. He definitely he definitely knew because everybody would even even when he come around, everybody was kind of quiet. Everybody's whispering and shit like oh shit that's Itachi like he killed his whole clan. You know he did all this shit. No, he knew he knew. I was just saying like as far as. Why? You know what I'm saying? He did that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But it's like and 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 then going back to like the subjective thing like he thought he was helping the village by killing his clan by stopping the coup uh, yeah. the, the Uchiha, they, they they were they were they were going to rebel. It mm-hmm. wasn't a question. Mm-hmm. They were about to they were about to start some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And, and he looked at 
See, that's when that's when those big fucking decisions come in because he had to look at. It's almost like looking at two evils and picking the best evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because um, it was all inevitable, and he was going to be involved either fucking way. Because he yeah. he is an Uchiha, so those are his people. So he's going to have the fucking the loyalty of his people. Mm-hmm. But then he's going to have the fucking then he's going to have the loyalty to the fucking Hokage and and the village. Yeah. And he he had to make a choice of like. The clan, or like the the the, the larger future mm-hmm. of 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 everybody, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it and it was almost like, damn, in a fucked up way, it was almost like the Uchiha were fucking sacrificed for everybody else, man. Yeah, which, <laughs> which really doesn't come out good <laughs> on their end, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Naruto's full of some fucked up shit. Man. It is, man. That and it's it's. <laughs> As, for people, I, I I don't ever get how some people, everybody like they bash on anime and stuff because they and they they bash on Naruto and everything. I'm like, y'all don't realize like us growing up and stuff. Like we got it, and we were just like, yo, this show is full of action and everything. And then now we're older and we're like, this show was full of understanding, uh, like understanding stuff, um, situational stuff, situational things, um positives negatives life life altering like ideas movements and everything like how you gonna respond to how you respond to certain things um and you you got you know naruto who was i'm gonna say a class clown but somebody somebody that was nobody to everybody until he until he stepped up to the plate you know and it makes you realize it, it, people don't get how people don't get how they Naruto uh, kind of caught the wrong end of the deal. Nigga. Yeah, I mean, he had he got put in he got put in he got put in place that he didn't even ask for. He got he got put in a situation he didn't even ask for at all from from, from birth. literal birth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my man, yeah, no choice. My, my man took on a whole. A whole nother world and everything with, with and did not know about it until you know until it burst out of him basically you know mm-hmm. uh, and I just want to say as a as a long time Naruto fan like the Leaf Village citizens were pieces of shit oh yeah like the way oh, they yeah. treated him it took him saving them for them to fucking respect him mm-hmm. so you know what I'm saying? Like them treat them kind of like subjugating him, Naruto, because yeah. he has something. He had something inside of him that did. You know that went on a rampage that he didn't ask to have within him that he got from birth, and people still fucking shunned him. And yeah. actually, people actually people looked at him as the Nine Tails. Yeah, as the monster. They didn't even see a fucking child. They mm-hmm. saw the nine tails when they looked at him. They were so, they were they were caught up in that fucking genjutsu. Yeah. And it took him, it took him saving their asses for them to break out of the fucking genjutsu <laughs> and get a nigga some respect. Yes. You know, I always I always think about that, like how they did that, like this this kid literally lost his parents in front of him. Mm-hmm. Not that he, you know, not that he knew what was going on. Yeah. But, 
You know, saying so he lost his parents. As soon as he's born, your parents are fucking gone. And then, like, the Hokage just had him up in a fucking apartment building with ramen and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in and yeah. checking on him every once in a while. And it's like, nigga, this is... This is the son of the guy that succeeded you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, you would think he would... You would think he would take care of him like it was his, like it was like Konohamaru. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's very interesting on how they decided to handle Naruto. And Naruto, he fucking, bro, he's. He took the highest road of all. Definitely. <laughs> like the highest road of all. He literally could have, like, he could have been on some Sasuke shit. He literally could have went off and. Found a way to summon summon a shit ton of toads yeah. and just came back and just crushed the leaf. You know what I'm saying for everything they did mm-hmm. to him. But he chose to he chose to go that route of you know what these are my I'm gonna people. change these people's yeah. I'm gonna change these people's hearts. That's yeah. that's what he was doing. He he changed their whole fucking hearts. He decided not to destroy them, but to actually you know change their heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And um, that takes dude. That takes. I don't know what the fuck it takes, but it takes a lot of it. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to, to to be treated like that and yeah. to, still, to still give to people, you know, who treat you in that way, you know, it's it, t- it takes a fucking big person to do that, man. It's, it's very easy. It's very easy to be destructive, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And be angry, be angry about how people treat you and want to retaliate and get revenge and shit like that. But it takes a real fucking G to go out there, get treated that way, and then become the leader of all these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely. How, um, so you, and you're a big, you're, you're big, you're an anime person. Like, I know one piece, I know we talk all the time, one piece wise and everything. Um, what, what about one piece took you, like, captivated you the most um i love the dynamic of the pirates being free Mm -hmm. and i love the dynamic of them saying fuck you to the world government true true then on top of that like the characters are great the fucking the plot is good the the character progression is good Mm -hmm. It has a uh, has a lot of realism in it, you know, relationships and you know, just it, it, it goes deep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, the loyalty of the crew. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers stick with each other. If somebody gets fucking captured, we gonna go rescue this nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And it really shows you, like, dude, that's what you want in your life. Like, you want a fucking crew that's just ride or fucking die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I respect that, man. And I've always been into pirates as well because I've always wanted to fucking, you know, I get motion sick, so I couldn't actually do it. But I, I would mm-hmm. love to be out traveling, going to different islands with the crew. And just yeah. tra- it, for me, it was like uh, exploring the world. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, every arc, they go to a different island. Mm-hmm. You know, they deal with a di- they deal with a different group of people. 
they disrupt <laughs> they disrupt government after government you know what i'm saying um which causes them to catch the eye of the world government and have these large bounties on them and um then you see the other side the reason i really like it is because you see it from many different angles it's not mm-hmm. just it's not just the world government's angle or the pirates angle you have people within the world government like me, the world government as a whole, I'm like, fuck them. But there are respectable people within the world government. So it's like, and they're, and they're in that organization for specific reasons. So it's like, damn, it also teaches you to like, not have, it teaches you not to have like judgments and shit. Yeah. Cause it's like, fuck, he, he might be in this, but he might be doing it for this reason. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of aspects of one piece that I love. Uh, the action for sure. Yeah. Um, like the leveling up of abilities, like the power levels mm-hmm. and how, how each character really has to earn that next step. Yeah. Like these motherfuckers, it's, ain't, it's not just like cakewalks, you know what I'm saying? Everything that they go through is elevating them. So that's another thing I love at the end of each arc, there's always some growth, whether it was <laughs> mental growth, spiritual growth, fucking physical growth. Um, there's always some kind of growth in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, I can really appreciate that, man. So I know, yeah. I know for me, like, I know personally, like I know your favorite character in, in, uh, one piece, but, Tell tell the world, let the world know like who that character is. Like why is that character so so prolific with you? Like why do they resonate so much with you? Um, like how do and how do you compare? Like how do you how do you think you compare with that character so much? Well, the character that you speak of is he's right to my left. He's <laughs> sitting there. He's right there for the people. Mr. Mr. Zoro. Mr. Zoro himself. Yes, sir. Um, Zoro, man. God, man. He, uh, he really, and, and I have so much of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, see, that's, that's the cool he, thing. Cause you, you've been able to, you've been able to dissect him down so well and, and yeah. break him down and be like, you know, this is why. But he really has just this, you know, he's he's very ambitious, man. He really just has this fuck you attitude, like, kind of. And, and not in a way to just be a rebel for rebel's sake. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel the same way. I'm just like, I don't think anybody should be telling me how to do, what to do. You know what I'm saying? Especially what to do. Yeah. There should be no, there should be no authority, no nothing telling me what to do. Like we're all human beings here and, you know, authority is just another construct to control motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Me, I believe in true freedom. Um, True freedom for me is motherfuckers not telling me what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) But at the same time, I can't completely say that anarchy is the best fucking thing because you know motherfuckers don't know how to act (laughs) i think people do i think people do need like some form of rules and guidelines because 
you know, time after time, people show that they can't do the right fucking thing. Like, they just keep showing it over and mm-hmm. over again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but not all of us need that. Not all of us fucking need supervision. Not all of us need to be told, you know, what we need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, in my case, I'm not going to listen anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I listen to the opinions of people that, you know, I highly, uh, I highly value. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I have my counsel and everything, you know. Definitely. Um, but from a standpoint of, like, do this or else, it's like, or else what? Like, Let me see what that what we gonna get is. Into yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's like that. What are we going to get into if I don't, motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I just always have had a problem with that. Like, mm-hmm. people feeling like they can implement rules and shit on you and that you have to listen to them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to do a fucking thing. You know, we, we do what we choose, Definitely. you know? Um, but, um, he has that attitude and, you know, being a pirate, you know, he's, he's accepted that he's going to kind of live a life on the run, but it's, it could be a life that could be short, but it's going to be a life full of adventure. It's going to be a life, you know, full of real, real genuine friendship, yep. you know what I'm saying, with the crew and the people they come across. And, um, you know, he's a he's a character that <clears throat> on the outside might appear like very stoic um, or even sometimes emotionless, um, sometimes harsh as well. Yeah. But at his core, he's a protector. At his core, he's a protector. He's a warrior. He uh, he knows his purpose. He's he's one of the ones in the story that knows like this is what I want to do and this is what I'm gonna go do to get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's a young man that's already figured out how he wants to live the rest of his life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, his he has that that goal, that goal of being the greatest swordsman, and he's not letting anything stop him from that goal. He even gets defeated early mm-hmm. um, in the story, which is great character progression for him. This is another reason I really like his character because his character fucking struggles. You know what I'm saying? Um, not really as of recent, because I know in the recent ones, this nigga's done powered up so much. He's just fucking shit <laughs> up. But <laughs> In the early days, Zoro, he would, he would have to struggle for every fucking inch of strength. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And he... And he always came out of it um, stronger. And uh, he was always, he didn't, he never had to prove anything to anybody but mm-hmm. himself, which is also how I, how I feel. You know, I felt like when I was younger, I had things to prove and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, you know what? I'm the only person I need to prove things to. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, I'm happy with that. But um, he also. His loyalty is like second to none. Mm-hmm. Um, like his loyalty to his crew, loyalty to his captain. That shit's like second to none, man. And I really can appreciate that. Um, I don't know if you've watched it, but what was it? I think it was Thriller Bark. Everybody that knows One Piece knows what I'm talking about. But Thriller Bark was this island that they went on. And um, pretty much Zoro chose to take all of 
Luffy's pain, but he did that so Luffy wouldn't get, wouldn't die, pretty much. He pretty much sacrificed himself for his captain right then and there. Mm-hmm. Didn't hesitate, didn't fucking hesitate. He was like, I'll sacrifice myself. You know what I'm saying? And that type of shit. I really, uh, I can really resonate with myself because mm-hmm. that's, that's me for, you know, the people that, I hold dear. That's yeah. the type of person I I am for them. You know what I'm saying, and um, that I would hope they are for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I would hope that through. I would hope that that is reciprocated. <clears throat> but yeah, man, he has he has a heart. Um, he's loyal as a motherfucker. You know, he can fight his ass off. He's ambitious. Knows where he wants to go. Um, he supports those around him. You know what I'm saying? Um, in a lot of different ways, if they need to talk, if they need to be protected physically, he's always supporting, you know, um, he's supporting the crew. He, uh, he has a good heart. He enjoys like just helping strangers and, you know, they go to the crew goes to these islands and, you know, they don't know any of these people, but they end up, you know, making relationships and, you know, getting involved in the world. And, you know, so he's always, looking to help you know what i'm saying um and all he does is fucking train like that's my life yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's my life you know what i'm saying i'm just i'm in a constant i'm in a constant state of a fucking power up you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying that's that's how i live you know what i'm saying so you know when i'm not handling all my other fucking responsibilities i'm training bro yeah that's what i'm doing that that's that's what i've decided to dedicate my life to amongst other things Mm -hmm. that's what i do i train i train to become stronger and not just in body yeah you know what i'm saying i want to be stronger i want to be stronger for everything or for anything that you know comes you know in front of me in my life you know what i'm saying i want to want to be able to handle it with poise definitely it's been a big word for me is big word for me is poise man because i've had a lot of things you know i had a lot of things that have come into my life that have tried to like disrupt my peace uh, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I've had to handle them. I've had to really, um, I've really had to have a strategic approach to things, you know what I'm saying? And not an emotional approach to things. And it's really allowing me to not like harbor any bad feelings about anything. And it's just, you know, just, it's just giving me some, yeah, some freedom. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. So I definitely take, like, if we, if there's ever a movie out and they're like, I need, I need a warrior. They don't say anything else. They're like, I just need uh, somebody that is like a warrior's build, warrior's mindset. You know, that, that is definitely the, the role for you in anything. Um, Oh, bro! Mark my words. <laughs> I see myself in I see myself in some type of fantasy war epic someday. Yeah, man. yeah. Something like Lord of the Rings. Like I see myself in fucking armor and a sword, and yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be I'm, lit. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm, yeah. I've already been throwing that shit. I've been throwing <laughs> that shit out to the to the universe already. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. That's not yeah, I mean. man. That's the that's the. It's, that's the thing too. Like I, I see myself in uh, 
So I'll tell I, I tell you this, and it it stems into this this acting career that I'm I'm pursuing. So I, when I did my I had to do my audition stuff to get in um, for this for class and everything, and um, with this class with the with the school that I'm with, like they they've got an agency. So once I finish up my courses and stuff, they can sign me, or I've got all my stuff that I can go sign with another agency. Um, mm-hmm. And in my interview, she asked me the the woman asked me. She says, "You know, where do you see yourself? Um, you know, five ten years down the road." And I'm like, "I'm like, you know, everybody's everybody's answer is, you know, model and being the one of the top models, being one of the top actors." Um, and I was like, I was like, honestly, like. I was like, I want to see my name up in lights. I was like, it's big screen, anything. I was like, but I was like, I want to do it my way though. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, I was like, I don't want to have some, I was like, I don't want somebody else's like hands on the way I run, the way I run my, my career going forward. Um, Mm -hmm. Cause like I get, you know, having a manager and they're going to say, you know, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. But, I told her, I was like, they are my manager. Like, I'm in control of this whole situation, of this whole thing, you know. Um, so, and then she was like, okay, well, how, like, if you, when you do go and act, and like, is there, is there certain styles you want to do? And I was like, I was like, I can't say any and everything, because in that industry, like, when you say any and everything, they'll put you in any and everything. And, I, and I, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. They'll put you in any and everything. They'll send it to you. And be like, here you go. You know, you said you wanted it. So, um, I was like, it's I'm broke a, back mountain, nigga. I, right? And I'm like, <laughs> like I got, I got, I got, I got some class about myself here. And uh, I was like, I was like, I'm a sports kind of person. Um, I was like, I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about team, like something. I'm, I'm all about being team team driven um mm-hmm. uh, then i was like but i've also i'm also this kind of guy that's lone i'm alone like a lone wolf kind of guy like i can i can do things on my own and i don't i don't need nobody at all like not a not a badass kind of lone wolf but a lone wolf nonetheless that that can handle on his own um she's like okay so I, she's like she's sitting there writing stuff down and i'm like oh that's not gonna be good lady down the road. <laughs> I mean, that's not gonna be good later down the road. But she, uh, but I was like, I was like, I want to be in one. Of, I was like, I want to be like I was telling you, like my one of my act, my favorite actors is Denzel. I was like, I, I was like, my one of my goals is to be in a movie with Denzel and Pete and and pick his mind so much, you know, that people are like, people see me and they're like. He is inseparable from Denzel. Like he he is up under Denzel all the time. Like that is is somebody to me that has gotten the acting world in a grasp and he he knows exactly what to do, how to go about things and everything. And I'm like I, I and I love how he goes how he is just as a as a man, he um he doesn't t- he doesn't take no for an answer when he's when he's doing any kind of job whatsoever. Broken father you know, trying to handle something, um, a coach that goes through adversity, racial adversity. Um, you know, he, he's been a detective, he's been a crime boss, he's been a drug Lord, you know, um, and, and everything he does is, 
you see Denzel and you're like, oh, that's not him. He he's this bad guy from he's this he's this broken down guy that you know doesn't have much at all. But in that in that sense and that in that movie that you're seeing him in, you're just like, oh god, like you you you're fascinated by his delivery on everything. Uh, mm-hmm. So my my man's just like, I've had I've had that that stuck with me forever i'm just like i've got to i've got to meet him something you know one of these days i got to either meet him and and pick his brain or be his be you know his his co-star and still pick his brain but then get to be like i've been in a movie with Denzel Washington and like it, to me it would be it would be like my pinnacle i'm like I, I finally got to there like i finally got to being a a top movie with somebody that is renowned that everybody knows, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but th- this yeah, man. That, that, he visualizing I'm that shit, you. man. <laughs> I'm telling you, that, that nigga is getting old though. So you better he, hurry up. He is. That's why I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he is. That's why I'm like, man. I, I was like, I'm 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 telling I'm telling my mom. I'm like, because she'll ask me how class and stuff going on. I'm like, I'm like, mom, I'm trying to get this stuff done. Like. Um, I was like, I got two more classes, and and then I can start putting this stuff together, and I can I can go get these jobs and stuff. And uh, she's like, and she's always she's always like, oh, you gonna be on TV with Denzel? You gonna be on the the movie screen with Denzel? And I'm like, I sure ain't. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get there. I gotta get there. This is this time. Tom waits for nobody, and it's uh. Yeah, you gotta talk that shit. Yeah, I, was like, I gotta. Too, I was like, I gotta get there, man. <clears throat> I gotta get there. It's the it's the goal to have. It's the goal that I got, and I I've, I've got to get there. So, yeah, nothing yeah, nothing's keeping me from it. And that's the that's the one thing I'm I can definitely say. Like, I've got all this in my own hands that I'm doing. Uh, and it, it it's time consuming, I will say, because doing you know homework and stuff for class and everything. And I'm just like, man, like this is this is a headache to have to deal with, and I really don't want to do it, but. I'm like this is in the back of my head. I'm like this is gonna help me understand everything so much more down the road, and it's gonna be well worth it. Um, so I'm, right. t- I'm taking my time with it though. So, but I'm still rushing. I'm I'm rushing through it, but I'm still taking my time with it because I've, I've got to get it. I got to get it done. <laughs> got to get it done. It's funny you mentioned Denzel. Yeah. Denzel was a... um, His character really helped me with like the... Well, I'll put it this way. I'll start from the beginning. I was looking... I was looking for a way to write a good villain. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm the type of guy that when I watch movies, I cannot stand like the cut and dry villain that like shoots his own crew and leads by fear and shit like that. Yeah. That shit's like so, that shit's so fucking corny to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like guys that, I like guys that you could argue if they were a villain or not. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I like my I like my villains to be relatable. I like them to uh 
I like them. I like them to actually have purpose for what they're doing and not just to be blindly doing something like out of emotion or something like that. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe they're, maybe their approach is a little off, but maybe they have like the, the right intentions. Mm-hmm. The, the approach is just the way they're going about it is a little off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I like I like complexities in that way mm-hmm. in characters. I don't like characters that are just oh he's this, oh he's that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? None of us are that. Mm-hmm. Like none of us as humans are just this and that. You know what I'm saying? We got a whole bunch of shit going on, <laughs> you know. So I love I love those villains where you could be like cause sometimes a motherfucker will write a villain so good you'd be like i want this motherfucker to win yeah fuck the hero <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> like real uh, talk man yeah, i find myself doing that shit a lot though yeah i find myself looking at watching movies and always going with the guy that's supposedly supposed to be the villain mm-hmm. I'm like why is this motherfucker the villain you know what i'm saying but um yeah man uh watching training day that's what it did it for me Right ass, it was fucking, tra- it was fucking training day. <laughs> training day did it for me, mm-hmm. man. I I watched that when I was watching it. I wa- I watched the movie many times. Yeah, but when I was watch when I was watching it this time, because I was uh, I was just I would just sit down with the notebook mm-hmm. and watch and study movies, which I still do. Like to learn and to see and angles and dialogue and transitions and everything. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So I watched this movie a few times, but this time I was really focusing on Denzel's character. Mm-hmm. Not Denzel, the man, but fucking Alonzo. Yeah. I was really focusing on everything he did, man, from like his small fucking facial mannerisms mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, with acting motherfuckers that like really know it, that little shit you, you'll you see and you'll recognize in a film. And you'll be like, that was fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but I really started watching his character and really finding out like <sighs> the motherfucker wasn't evil. He was doing evil shit. Yeah. <laughs> But he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't evil. He wasn't evil at the core, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he used, he used manipulation in order to get what he wanted out of people. Cause as you see throughout the whole thing and like going back to what we were talking about with, uh, psychology, this motherfucker was psychologically working Jake all, all motherfucking day. Yes. Yes. Which he told him at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which he ended up telling him. <laughs> yeah. But um, just the way he would fucking, like a few times, like watch those scenes when he's talking to Jake, like after he did some fucked up shit that Jake don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Watch those, watch those scenes where he's like, kind of like, it's almost like he's like rubbing uh fucking uh, Jake's head while he's talking to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's really like, softening jake up you know what i'm saying he really he manipulates jake to the point where jake doesn't even know he just walked into his own death 
for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he he used his genius for manipulation. Mm-hmm. Alonzo's mm-hmm. character. But at the same time, you know, he had kids, he had a wife, you know, he was doing messed up things, but he had people he loved. He had people that loved him. Yeah. He wasn't just this guy that was in the car going out doing fucked up shit to people mm-hmm. all day. He's actually, his character is more than that. That may be, we saw that character get portrayed within a day. And we completely judged him off of that. Doves that true. Um. So when I think of villains, that's kind of like the mentality that I'm coming from. Like yeah. Movie villains. Like yeah. The complexities of it, because he wasn't. I like giving motherfuckers some type of humanity. Mm-hmm. They're not just. They're. They're not like the ring we were talking about in Lord of the Rings. They're not yeah. this. This thing that just needs to be destroyed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they they actually, you know, they actually have feelings. They actually have like motive behind what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not always what you're doing. Most of the time, it's <laughs> what you're doing it for. Yeah. People do, people are doing things because something has presented itself in their life where they need to do this. You know what I'm saying? Or they feel they need to do this. Mm-hmm. Not, necessarily not necessarily that they need to do it but yeah. they feel like they're at a they're at a point where this is their best option <coughs> so it's like can we really judge what they think their best option mm-hmm. is just because we don't just because we don't agree with it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so i really look at that like when i'm thinking of like villains mm-hmm. so you know, with with Alonzo's character, it really taught me a lot to add more to a villain than just this surface. We need to destroy this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Which, which is this villain? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that was that specifically Denzel's characters of Alonzo and Training Day specifically opened my mind up into fucking writing. Writing a so-called villain, um, mm-hmm. uh, the details about that villain, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where did this, where did this, where did this person come from? I want to know where this person came from. I don't want, I don't want to know that he's just a guy that I watch for one day that does some messed up things and fucking gets killed <laughs> in the end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Um, so I like guys to have some, uh, you know, some, some, some history. Yeah, like history. Like, why? Why the fuck is he doing this? Like, I need to people know. don't just do things to do them. Yeah, well, I can't say that. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that 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 character really helped me with uh, with kind of fleshing uh, out mm-hmm. the villain and the villain in in my movie. You know what I'm saying? It, like was, it was very well done. Uh, whoever wrote that character, fucking kudos to you. Definitely. Um, or, if, if there were if there were many people who mm-hmm. wrote that character, kudos to all of you because it, it was very well done, very well done. It's like I mean, you can create a character that you kind of love and hate at the same time. It's like that's that takes some talent to 
you know, actually get that emotion out of people through the actions of something or someone mm-hmm. that you've created. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I really appreciate that shit, especially as a writer. I really appreciate uh, well-written characters. Definitely. Man, you know, that you really understand, you know. I couldn't say uh, that. What Denzel movie really really sticks out to you? I could not have said that better than my, myself at all. Um, man, oh, just the John movie. Um, uh, John Q? Yes, that's it. He, uh, father with a sick son that just literally any and every any and everything to to make sure his boy was taken care of best best doctors um the best support around and uh everybody thinking you know he he's fucking crazy ass man that's just holding a holding a hospital hostage um for some people that uh, man i have seen the movie at all like i hate i'm i'm Kind of like ruin it, but he uh, they ain't seen that shit. Uh, by yeah, that, 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 <laughs> the movie <laughs> is old, but it's it's it definitely it definitely taught me how to you know no matter what goes on like not ask for the best, but you deserve the best of any and everything. No matter who you are, no matter what you go through, no matter what your skin tone, your you know, your skin is, anything like that. We we you deserve the absolute best. And he wouldn't take No matter what the fuck your insurance yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, he he wouldn't he wouldn't take a no <laughs> he was not taking no for an answer. Like I said earlier. Like that's that's what I love about Denzel as a man and as a, as any character he portrays. Like I swear I think I swear I think they write that in everything he he goes in of whatever it is like he he's he's gonna say no to it you know he he's gonna be he's gonna be defiant but it's gonna be for a reason that he's saying no you know um and then for it to come out that well, that's important man yeah. especially for black men like we need to see other strong black men mm-hmm. like and, and we need to embody strength ourselves as black men you know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, so yeah. I love that he represents I love that he represents that kind of man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not just a not just this physically threatening guy, but this smart, intelligent, yeah, loving, uh somebody that actually has morals that will, you know, that will stand on their shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Need- I think we need we need to be uh <clears throat> we need to be projected out to the world like that yeah. because that's what we are yeah and then him and then you know, what I'm they, you know he he portrayed malcolm x to uh that that movie alone stands out you know um see like it, he he went against the he went against um let me not say went against it all but what Malcolm X really stood for and everything he portrayed out like he like you would have never if you would have never got to see what an actual picture of Malcolm X who Malcolm X was you would have thought Denzel was Malcolm X for real like anybody mm-hmm. like yeah you know who Malcolm X is yeah that's Denzel Washington you know like no like the real Malcolm X but you could you wouldn't be able to tell you wouldn't be able to tell somebody that at all oh snap 
Uh, he's he's had freaking Denzel has had a freaking career. Shit. Denzel has had a career of pushing pushing the limits on things that everybody like undermines that he brings back to light. And then when he, I, I don't think I've ever, I don't see, I've not seen many interviews of Denzel Washington at all of, of him having to explain his movie role and whatever it is. Like, I, cause I feel like if he was to, he'd be literally be like, if you didn't understand the movie, you know, I, me telling you is not gonna not gonna make it any better because you're still not gonna understand it whatsoever. Like it's one of those things of self or it's self explanatory. Um, he just breaks it down so much. He just breaks it down with his character like that, like with with training day of you know manipulation at manipulation, and then and and remember the Titans is keep fighting no matter what's going on. Um, John Q, you know, is never say never take no for an answer. Stand by your, stand by your morals. Um, you know, and then there's another one that he's in that I gotta think of the other. It's going to take me a while to think of the other one, but he, he's you ever seen devil in a blue dress. No. Watch that, bro. Okay. Watch that. Devil let in a let blue that dress. be your next one to watch. Okay. Devil in a blue dress okay. is real good. I have to come back and give you that. My mom up. actually put me up on that. I have to. I have to. When we, when we do the next one, I have to. I have to tell you about it then. Uh, my look on it. Yeah, man. I was actually gonna say like, I would love to start like watching uh, watching the same shows. Man. Yeah. We talked about this fucking. We've, while we've back done that too because we did that with barbarians and we did that with yeah, another like, show too. Yeah, so I would definitely like to definitely get into that more. Um, <laughs> talking t- like just more like movie discussion, mm-hmm. show discussions, man, and um, just getting the thoughts on it and you know definitely. perspectives on it. Uh, yeah, I think that would be like super dope to True. do that shit. True. Yeah, because this past this past fucking <laughs> barbarians just it was mad. <laughs> you you finished it, and then how, and then how? And yeah, I finished man. it. Man, yeah, yeah, man. We gotta we gotta have to do a special episode for that. Yeah, that <laughs> man. I kind of want to watch both of them over. It's only that would be twelve episodes. Yeah, they're not that long. Yeah. They're not that long at all. It's it's ah uh, that that this season was one of those seasons of of triumph and dismay and heartbreak and like it, there was there wasn't so much adventure there was just a lot of mental mental turmoil turmoil going on that that every character had to go through um yeah you're right yeah, and i'm like really like super action heavy mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah it was more like the it was more like the inner workings of everything that's yeah. going on, you know. Which which puts me and I guarantee like I know there's gonna be a season three, but I'm like the way y'all put out the way season two went about and the way everything kinda ended up, like it's there's gotta be more than one more season with this show. Like there's gotta be at least two, three more coming. 
I feel like, oh, yeah. I feel like this thing is far, far from over. I feel like season three is going to be full of motherfuckers getting slaughtered. I, my God, kid you not. Because they fucking, they, they kidnapped Dusnelda. Like, mm-hmm. they ain't, they, they, the barbarians aren't just going to like take that land down. No. Like, they gonna, they about to start some shit, <laughs> like some real shit. Oh. And then they did the shit with the, uh, <clears throat> with the baby. They took, they took both. Bruh. Yeah. Oh, fuck is crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> my man. My man. How you feel about how you feel about her parents' fate? They 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 carved out. They made their bed, basically. They made, <laughs> That's they real made, talk. Yeah, they made their bed. They made their bed. And he for him for for him to say what he said and was just like you know, I don't mind I don't mind it. But I hate a snake. You know? Mm-hmm. I hate a snake. <laughs> and the only way to the only way to to put a snake out is like that. And I was like Decapitate him. My man, my man was like, Oh, snap. I was like, okay. See, that's why ladies I be telling ladies, make sure you watch who you follow as a man. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker might lead you off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Or he might lead he might lead you into decapitation. Because you, you saw like you saw Dusnelda had like more of a little soft side for her mom than mm-hmm. her dad and shit. So it was like, hey, you that's your man. That's who you chose. That's who you ride or die with. Yep. Get your motherfucking head. Get your head cut off. With yep. it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's a that's that's a big lesson there. <laughs> he he did that shit all. He did that shit all out of spite. And for money, and I'm like, you chose the wrong reasons, sir. And I, and I, he should have been hit. <laughs> he, could, he, he, there was no way he was not gonna come to that kind of fate. Like, yeah, that shit was just adding up from like yeah. the first season, and he was just, he was just. I don't know what was up with him, man. He was just, he wasn't, he wasn't good for business. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. I, I figured There's he nothing was- like. I figured he was he was gonna he was he's either gonna lose his he was either gonna become like a slave or he was gonna come to his ends by hurt by Thesnelda's husband and I, I'm like I, I figured it'd been by that but then again he kind of like spared him and cast they casted him out but I that I figured he was gonna lose his lose his head by by her husband's hand. Hmm. The show, boy. Whew. Yeah, it's gonna make me have to rewatch what it. About, uh, <laughs> what about What about what happened to Falkwin? His his story. His story is is rough, and uh, but he, I think I I honestly have forgotten about him until they when he popped back up. I did too, bro. I, I forgot about my meds. <laughs> And then he popped back up to save her. And I was like, oh, snap. And then she tried to, you know, she she tried to convince him to come back to the village. And he was like, no, nah, the, the woman of my dreams fell in love with the man that killed my family, basically. And like, why would I come back to that? And for them to kind of like 
they didn't they didn't make they didn't make peace, but it was I'm coming back for my people. That's the reason I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. Not for you, but I'm coming back for my people. Um I feel and I I really do feel like he uh He play he plays a huge role in the in this show. My man is just um he's a mon he's an he's an animal like a t- I won't say tamed, but he he's like he's a controlled animal. Like when he when he's mm-hmm. ready to go, it's like bam, let's get to it. You know, he's he's ready to fight and throw hands and but he uh I can't did he I can't remember if he died or not. I have to watch. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Sorry for anybody who hasn't watched yeah, Barbarian. I'm trying to think. But, uh... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, <clears throat> got stabbed in the back. That's right. But he. Uh... That's the thing. That's my man. That 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 was my problem. Somebody like him goes out like that. Yeah. But that also that also uh, shows you the reality of you could be the most badass motherfucker in the world. And die from a fucking knife to the back. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Or a sword to the back in his case. But um I I, I hate Yeah man. I hate that too. <clears throat> my man he he has such a bigger role. He he has such a bigger role in the future and I'm like, Y'all kill this man off. But I I've gotta have I've gotta, I didn't see him getting killed off. No. <clears throat> but I've gotta have I've gotta have faith like there's some way like he might have took that. He might have took that stab and just like fell out and just or something and just like lost consciousness. But I've got to have faith. Like my man's, they're writing him in somewhere in the next season. <laughs> I've got. I was to. thinking that too. <laughs> I've got I was to. thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking that too, but I don't know, man. Man, I guess we gonna have to see. We will. This it's gonna be. That's gonna be a season right there. That's gonna be a season. But I, he didn't. He didn't finish him off after he stabbed him in the back? Did he just leave him there? Yeah, he just stabbed him and left him. Hmm. I'm about to watch this shit again. My man was on my man was on his knees beside old girl and and <clears throat> just took it to and he got plunged in the back and then just was like looking up, thinking of everything, and then just fell right over. Like damn, this is how it ends. Yeah. Oh my god. It's gonna what be good. What about um? What about Ari's son, man? How how is he, he still alive? That after setting them up, he 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 ran off like a little girl. But he he. I hate how. Granted, I like how they did his character, like his character in the, in the whole show, though, because um, you know he kind of he kind of pulled heartstrings. Um, but he he his ulterior motives to everything, you know, was was not for not for good cause at all. Like to him, it was a good cause, but us on the outside looking at it, we're like. You're you're messing everything up that's supposed to, that should be going right for them right now, and you're messing it all up. And uh, yeah, Rome turned that nigga into a hoe, man. Yeah, I kid you not. And he he still 
goes back to them, even though he's watched he watched Rome literally tear his people down, basically, and he he still. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you just it's fucked everything. Crazy up. how brainwashing works. Yeah, man, that's he was under he was under a fucking genjutsu. Serious one. Serious one. Oh man, I, I'm like now I, I would never trust him again. Uh-uh. Like even if he came back and started helping and shit like that. No, no, I, I couldn't, man. Uh, uh-uh. and even you even got your own people killed. Even the dude that was like watching over him, the uh, the bald headed dude that was watching over him, and they they became really close and everything. And I'm like, okay, like you got you got a best friend now, technically, you know. But then you watched him die. You you did nothing to nothing to stop you know stop that at all. And I'm like, what kind of man? That it says a lot about him as a man too. Like, you ain't you not trustworthy. You know you you out for you out for yourself, but you know you out for a country that doesn't that doesn't notice who you who your people really are. You know, um, mm-hmm. and he he just. Cause he was getting, he was getting a hang of everything, and then just let me just send these. Let me send, let me let them know that oh, this is what they're doing. They're gonna be unarmed. They're doing this. They're doing that, and plotting against their, plotting against them. And I, I, I felt bad for Ari too, because you have to watch your son literally turn on you. That, bruh. And like, it ain't, I know, like, it's like even if you want to protect them, even if you want to protect them, everybody has the right to kill them, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man, that's it's. I don't. <laughs> I know it tore Ari up for sure. Like it, it's like because you you can't like you could see it. You could see it in his. You could see the pain in his eyes. But you know, deep down inside, like there's some anger there. Like you, you just you know, you caused me to lose my wife. You caused me to lose my child now too. And you've lost, you've caused me to lose family. You've lost me to lose, you know, other members of the tribe and everything. All because you wasn't happy, you know. I gave you that, Mm -hmm. I gave you that freedom to leave. You chose to come back and and be a part of this, you know. So I, I feel for Ari. And then, but then it stems back to, he kept a secret from Thesnelda too. So like it's always something. And I did not see, now that I did not see coming. I did not see him having a child in Rome <laughs> at all. And I was like, oh I did because any grown man could possibly have twelve hundred kids out there that he don't know about. <laughs> oh. He actually knew about this one, but yeah. But, um. <laughs> but him to him to keep it him to keep that you know so long away from her and she find out like the, like the way you know that happened. So he had a wife too, right? Yeah, he just left. Yeah, he had a whole fucking family. Whole family. Yeah. And uh, but he like. And that comes back to why mm-hmm. he didn't just leave his family because he wanted to. No. That is. That's probably the hardest thing for a man to do. Mm-hmm. Is leave, is leave their family. So, whatever cause a, a man has to leave his family, it has to be something important. Dude. Yeah, like it has to be. 
Because no, no man wants to fucking leave his family. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's it's And then to watch his brother almost like almost get beheaded. I was like, yo, my man's about to my man's about to be done for because he he couldn't he couldn't come up on his promise at all of bringing bringing his brother in until that one section and then leading a group of guys in to get killed out too. And I was like, oh, look, you you messing up everything for yourself right now. And then they'll come out with, oh, they're going to the thing. They're going to be unarmed and, you know, knowing the whole setup already. So being able to, I'm not going to say redeem himself, but being able to make himself useful, but in a position of, of weakness is when he was able to do that. And I was like, I was like, dang, you just, you should have had your head just taken off then. You're going to act like that. <laughs> Go ahead and cut that bad boy on down, you know? But uh, do, do you see throughout the story how fucking, how smart the Romans were? Because they pretty much tore them down from the inside. Mm-hmm. They had their own people do this shit. Mm-hmm. They had their own people do it, like, while they were on their land, and they had their own people do it that they, you know, that they took and took back to Rome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they were influencing shit on, like, on two fronts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it I didn't, I didn't understand, and it stems back to season one, I did not understand, like, them coming in and taking, taking the boys back to Rome at all for a while until this season come about and uh, Ari and O'Buddy were fighting and everything and they were friends from Rome when he mentioned that and I was like oh so I was like so Rome's literally like they're having a they're gonna have leaders all throughout their whole camp the spot the spread out so you know you make these people you make these villagers trust you and when we come through, we're, you know, for the next war, the next fight, the next, you know, whatever, however, whatever we need, we don't need to, we don't need to ask anybody at all. Like you serve under Rome, you're going to do this. You know, I was like, I, I did not get that the first time at all until this season. And I was like, damn, that's, that's smart. And that's fucked up at the same time. Like <laughs> you ain't got to. You ain't gotta get your hands dirty at all. You got somebody already doing that dirt, and yeah, all we all you gotta say, all why you know, all Rome's leaders gotta say is go kill. You know, you and your tribe gotta go kill, basically. So most motherfuckers don't do their own dirt, bro. Mm-mm. They always have their fucking their minions and shit. Yeah, handling for them. Yeah, yeah. The freaking, but what was it? Is that? Was that the right? Not the right son. Um, What's up? What's the, up? The the general son. Come on! Don't cut out on me! Don't cut out on me over there. We good? Can you hear me? Okay, you back. There we go. Okay, my freaking connection probably. It uh, but I think this the the general son that was gotten to the, that was you know more fighting Ari's brother mentally and physically like they having a battle of of who's the best basically. Um, like he he was a motherfucker that was just like dirty, dirty. Like he he didn't care what he had. He did not care how to get the job done he, as long as it got done. It's like 
you are a menace to society, buddy. Like we, we cannot have you around here no more. Somebody need to legit kill you off this thing right now. But wait, hold on one second. You good? We had another show we started together too. Yeah, what was it? Was it Blood of Zeus? I think it was that and Dog. Was it Dogman? Dogma? The Dragon's end. Dogma. Yeah, that the Blood of Zeus was something serious too. That show that was. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch that too. That that show. Yeah, was, I can't really remember that one. I remember show, I liked it, but I can't really remember it. That was having Zeus and and. Um, Athena becoming mostly the protagonist in that, but Zeus and then uh, his son with a brother on Earth, basically, and uh, that yeah, that show, I, it, yeah, I gotta recap that because this there's some there's some bits and pieces in there like I got lost in, but that that I need to re and I need to rewatch that that uh the the dogma show one too. Cause that was, that felt so real. I think that show got me cause it felt, even though it was animated, it looked so real, but it was so mm -hmm. like, it was so like fantasy wise, like worldwide. Cause it was, you know, there's this dragon and, um, this guy with this, you know, these abilities to, I can't remember if he, he didn't change at all, but he kind of like, I don't know if it was like a rage out situation or what. Um, but then watching a city, I think it was like, I think their city was being like destroyed too. And say, him saving some people and everything too. Like that, that show was, that was good too. The blood of Zeus was good. I need to go back to that. But. Yeah, there's a lot of things uh, I need yeah, to like recap. To revisit, you know. But. It's just so much shit to watch. Dude. It it's like, I don't have enough fucking. I don't have it enough is. fucking time. Like, at the end of the day, I gotta choose to either watch a movie, game, read, fucking Man. do a puzzle, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> that it be it. Yeah. That's that's the. I think that's why now too, especially like, uh, acting wise, like watching watching these different things because I've I've also gotten into like how to get away with murder. Like that show's been out forever, but I just started it this mm -hmm. year and, and got into it. And I was like, man, this is, this is so action. This is action packed, but it's so, it's so methodical and thought out too. Cause people, um, you got a lawyer that, that is trying to do right by the people, but hiding secrets this whole time while she's trying to do right for everybody else. Um, you know, a student of her gets a student of hers gets killed because of who he falls in love with and what he knows and everything. Um, and then everybody else kind of like backs off, and then they come to the realization that you know I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for you know what he what he did, what he done, who he knows, what he knows, and stuff. So. 
and then on top of you know Viola Davis is the star of this of this show and she goes through a lot um and it is seeing seeing characters like that I'm like I, I can put myself in that sh- in their shoes and be like damn like how how would I have responded in this situ in that situation of what of you know what's going what's happening because in the show she she loses her husband um because they they thought he killed this girl that they were doing a whole case for um so he gets killed by her students and uh i'm in that shoes and i'm like what you know what if my wife if if i'm in that situation like what would i do if my wife was killed by the people i'm teaching how to how to get away with this stuff you know like what do i do Mm, (laughs) what do i do now like do i out them do i do i hide it do i just cut all ties and just be done completely like what would i do and she literally goes she literally holds she literally she holds them together and she's like we'll get through this you know get rid of the body well you know we'll come up with something for this and and keep moving you know so she she yeah Viola Davis went through so much shit in that show and I, I'm not even done and that's the bad that's the crazy thing like it's a couple seasons I think I'm only on like season six and it shit just happens constantly to her and she just keeps battling back and I'm like yo this woman is hella strong <laughs> right now to go through all this um mm-hmm. so definitely I, I what I like about acting is that it pulls out who you really are on the inside, you know, cause you gotta, you gotta figure out who you are to become what that character is supposed to be, how that character is supposed to be portrayed. Like you gotta figure out yeah. what you're about as a person, you know, um, you, do you have the, do you have the, the will and skills to be this lawyer, this, this boxer, this fighter, this, this, this player, you know, whoever it is. Um, I, I love it. I love it. I love that challenge, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> challenge so, is always good, man. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Let's see. It forces us to dig a little deeper, man. Yeah. So that's good shit. All right, so we're about to close it out. Uh, I wanted to ask you lastly mm-hmm. um what do you hope to get from acting like where do you see this taking you um you know everybody's everybody's answer is the same of you know i want to be famous i want to be able i want to buy this i want to be rich and all this stuff um for me yeah, it's, well, it's more the internal yeah the for me and... for me is I want to be, I want to be remembered, but not, you know, not for my acting skills, but for who I am, you know, in that, in those, that this lifetime, um, big screen, little screen, whatever. Um, but who I am really on the inside, you know, when they, if I was to, if, when I passed, I want them to say, I want them to continually talk about me. Um, 
I want the I immortalize. want immortalize. Yes, and I want to be able to be wealthy, but not for me. I want to have that generational wealth um, to just pass on down constantly. Uh, you know, my kids, if I would have some, they've got their set. You know, they they don't have to they don't have to worry. They don't have to want for anything. Their kids not having to want for mm-hmm. anything. Those kids not wanting to have to worry for anything at all, and, and continually having that, um, and you know, taking care of taking care of the family. Um, like my family is huge. You know, we're 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 close, but we're spread out. Um, and to be able to just whenever and wherever they are, when they need something, they want something. You know, they just need to get away. Like. Be like, hey, come on out, or I'm coming to you. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Whatever. Like, enjoying being able to to be with family, you know, and and actually have that time to to be with the family. Because um, I stay so busy now. Like, I'm I'm always working and uh, aiming to make the time so I can be with family. Um, but sometimes it just don't work out like that at all. So to me this is this is a a chance to be able to bring everybody together and and it ain't even got to be for the holidays cuz you know families get together for holidays all the time but not even for the holidays just like middle of the year <laughs> beginning of the year like hey come out let's go do this together I'm throwing this together you know let's uh let's just hang out you know um mm-hmm. So that's what I definitely want to take away from be able to have, be able to take away from this this journey I'm I'm about to embark on. That was good shit. You already yeah. in it. Yeah. You're already embarking on it. Things that the things that we are uh working towards, like we're already in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that we're waiting on to come. We're just, we're within the process of it. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? That's how I always look at it. Like, even though, cause you know, you have this like end goal picture in your head, but it's probably not going to be like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> True. True. So just, uh, just, just, being within the process and allowing it to actually play through, you know what I'm saying? And just do your part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you'll fucking, you'll get there, man. Like, and always, always dream fucking big. Well, don't even dream. Always just, you know, whatever you want to go, like always look with the, like a wide lens. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Big but we picture. gotta go to narrow lens when we when we really need to focus. You yeah, know what I'm saying? but we also can't lose you know that wide that wide view as well. True, you know what I'm saying because what you whatever you whatever you want to do or you tell yourself you can do like you can actually fucking do it. Definitely. And there's no telling when it's gonna happen or or like you know what I'm saying how much time it's gonna take or what you're going to have to go through to get there, but you can fucking make it happen. So 
I say fucking go big. If you're going to have any fucking aspirations, mm-hmm. go as high as possible. If you go as high as possible, whatever you reach is going to be fucking way up there. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I, uh, I support you in this journey. Continue to support you in this journey, man. I appreciate and, uh, it. It's going to be good, man. I'm, I'm enjoying watching the, the growth of things, man. Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, I'm always sitting back looking. So, like, once I see things grow, see people progress, mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful thing to see, man. It's like, I'm happy that you're, that you finally found that thing where you're like, you know what? I want to do this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I can say from my experience, once you figure that out, like, it's very liberating. Mm-hmm. Because you, because you don't feel lost anymore. Yeah, you feel like you're just wandering around. Like none of us want to live like aimlessly, not knowing what direction we're going in, and just being here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, sure. get that direction to to really feel it in your heart that that's the direction that you want to go in, man. And actually, have the balls to to like drown out everything around you and be like, what do I need? Or what do I, yeah, what do I need, you know, in my life? Or, you know, what do I want to pursue? Mm-hmm. And then actually take take the steps and go do it. Even when you're going to have, you know, the judgments of others and everybody going to fucking run their big ass mouth and have something to say about what you're For doing. Sure. But at the end of the day, it does not fucking matter because most of the time they just want to be doing what you're doing. They want to have the balls to like say <laughs> fuck every, fuck fuck what everybody else is doing. I'm gonna go this route. I'm gonna be unique. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. gonna create something something brand new that no one's ever seen before. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because everything everything that's new, it took that pioneer that most motherfuckers probably thought was crazy to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Now you know what I'm saying now now some things are universal that one person started, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm ready for it to, so. I've, I've thought about it since. Honestly, when I left college, I was like, I, I want to do that. And this doing these mediocre jobs and stuff to get by for time being, you know, I'm just like, I'm a, I'm gonna get to where I want to be. I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta take the right steps. Um, you know, like I stumble here and there, um, but I got back up for sure and and found that found that purpose now that my why to why to where or my why for what I want to do. You know, um, yeah, which is huge because. Not a lot of people, you know, know their why of why they keep getting up every day and going to work and going to teach and, you know, doing what they do. Um, I think that's how people get depressed and shit, man. It they, is. It's like, it's like being a, it's like being a robot. Bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you get, you get you, stuck. You, 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 yeah, you get so, you get so caught up in this routine that you really like, you lose your emotion. Mm-hmm. And, the only the only real emotion that you can really uh, express is fucking sadness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're you have nothing vibrant coming in, you know, 
to your being. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's just doing doing this shit time after time again. Just, you know, some mundane shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that shit and that shit will drive you into fucking darkness, nigga. To have you down in the abyss just chilling with no with no light in sight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I've definitely been there, you know. Um so it's it's dude I'll never stress enough to like bet on yourself and mm-hmm. go go for what you believe in and invest in you, invest in the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Make the people make people will have to get better just by being around you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just be just be that energy of damn, I know when I'm around him, I gotta be on my shit. Yeah. You know, people know who they can people know whose time they can waste and who they can't. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So <laughs> you you wanna make sure when motherfuckers are coming around you, they ain't wasting your time mm-hmm. or they're not leeching off of you. You know what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. the leeches, you know what I'm saying, that don't wanna do any work but they wanna Reap all the fucking benefits and yeah, shit like that. Them handout motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, these niggas yeah. ain't gonna be up at fucking two AM doing over two hours of a podcast. <laughs> Hell no. Hell you know nah. what I'm saying? Just because this just because we feel like this is necessary to our growth and mm-hmm. necessary to this process, you know what I'm saying? We'll get sleep. Oh yeah. You know oh yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, shit just has to be done, you know. And we just always have to remember to uh, surround ourselves with goodness, man, and be good to ourselves, you know, more importantly. Yeah. But um, is there any last words you want to say to the folks before uh, we tap out for for episode two uh, episode of the two. Shinobi podcast? <laughs> uh, what you want to say to the people? Tell them where they can find you if you have any. Yeah, uh, I'm on. Uh, if you have anything, if you have anything upcoming, if you have any any messages to. To tell them, I'm on the, the mic is yours. I'm on I'm on Instagram. I'm Mister Dot Smooth S M O O V like my like my name over here. Uh, two underscore two four on Instagram. Uh, the world is yours, man. You gotta just you gotta take that shit. And just go. Uh, don't look back, man, because you got you got to handle you got to handle business at every turn. Um, the people that stand out. You got people in your way, man. You got to run through the motherfuckers. You got to run through. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't let nobody stop you from your dreams, your 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 uh, your goals. So can't let nobody, can't nobody, can't let anybody just keep you down at all. You got to rise from the ashes. So you've been down there way too damn yeah. long. <laughs> you down there too, too damn long. You got to come up eventually. So get on that Phoenix energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah talk. Um, right, that's, that's good shit. It. And bro, like we're 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 immortalizing ourselves right now. For sure. The start this, this shit this this is the Yeah, we we're cementing ourselves, <laughs> making our mark. Oh yeah. Carving our shit in stone, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be on that, that yeah, man, whole so. Mount Rushmore out there. Have my face it's up even there. It's better to do it with family though. Hell yeah. It's even better. It's even better to share this because you know, you and I have had some very, very intimate conversations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know we've, you know we've pretty much told each other about all of our aspirations and things like that, and to see us following through and actually making it happen, it's uh, it, it really means everything. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because 
being a man of your word is everything. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really all we got, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. be a man of your word and be fucking reliable, man, and be willing to do the work and uh you know what I'm saying, build each day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, brick by Lay brick. Bricks. Hell yeah. Brick a day, baby. <laughs> brick a day. I laid a couple today, man. Sometimes you lay about. Sometimes you can get a whole row of bricks today. Yeah. But my, I'm gonna be feeling it tomorrow. I'm gonna there be you go. some naps tomorrow. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, love you, man. Thanks for joining us. Uh, well, thanks for joining me. Yes, sir. Um, on this episode, on episode two, thanks everybody out there listening oh, for yeah. joining us as well, man. I hope we have some. Uh, Hope we had some insightful conversation, some fun conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, continue to support the Shinobi Realm. Well, I'm calling it Shinobi everything. This is the Shinobi Realm, Shinobi Studios. This is the Shinobi Podcast. This is going to be Shinobi everything. Man. Yeah. We're going to plaster Shinobi <laughs> all over the place. Um, look forward to later... Um, I'm still getting all of my platforms together so I can start, uh, you know, pumping this content out to you worldwide even more. So I'm getting all the accounts done and you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a whole lot of shit to set up, <laughs> especially when you're really looking to, to build this thing, you know, to to its highest capacity, you know. So be patient, man. I'm At this point, I'm a one-man show, so. We're going to start getting people on the payroll and you know what I'm saying? This is a start. This is all we need to do is start and keep making content and post and this shit going to grow, man. Oh, yeah. And we just going to watch it grow. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm real excited to see what else we create. Mm-hmm. We've already created a lot, man. So, um, I'm interested to see where things continue to go, man. So I'm just happy to be a part of it. Um, Shout out to everybody that supports. I will have a Patreon up for people who want to support the show. Uh, the Patreon is going to be, well, it's going to have uh, videos and content on there that you won't be able to get on YouTube or Instagram. So, um, and it's also a way for everybody to support the show. Um, if you want us to create, to continue creating content, we need to be funded, man. So, <laughs> Um, you know, if you guys want to support the show, I have a Patreon. Um, the show will also have a cash app. Remember all donations are going back into this like <laughs> equipment, uh, production quality, everything, everything is cycling right back yeah. into this man. And we're gonna, uh, we're gonna keep, uh, creating more, building more. And, uh, we're gonna take this thing further than I think we even thinking right now. Mm-hmm. So let's uh just continue to trust in this, believe in it, and um I ain't got no doubt in this shit, so I'm ready. Let's I'm ready to receive all all the <laughs> blessings that it, that that you want to bestow upon well, us. Let's I'm ready get to it. receive them all. <laughs> yeah. All right, much love to everybody. You wanna say anything before you go? I'm good. Go? I'm good. All right, you good, baby? All right, man. Appreciate you coming here. Remember smooth. Um, tell them your handle again on IG. Uh, Mr. Dot Smooth underscore two four on IG. I, have to, I need to tag it one All of right, these baby. days. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can uh, 
Get it popped up on the actual video. Yeah, something, something. something. Maybe we can add it in a little something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, right this was a great episode, man. Uh, I'm ready for the next one now, man. We no. got two under books, man. We got man. two unders. And we going, hey. boy, we, we we legit podcast timing, too. Yes, we sir. almost at two and a half hours, but sure. it don't feel like two and a half it hours. Don't. So, So hopefully uh, people out there listening to this, whether you're at work or whether you're out there delivering mail like I used to do, <laughs> <laughs> or you're fucking a truck driver, or you're just at home cooking and need something to listen to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Made the Shinobi podcast be your podcast of choice much love to everybody once again i appreciate y'all i'm always showing gratitude man Mm -hmm. and everybody out there remember to show gratitude and love to one another every day we're gonna holler at y'all later baby peace out from the shinobi realm peace